Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant. And it's been some time. It's been some time since we've uh, all spoke. We've all communicated since I've graced this track with my voice. You know, it's been a crazy semester, man. As you all know, I am in my last coursework year of my doctoral program. And it has been a very eventful year. I've had um, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and it has finally settled down. As you all know, all the college people know that this is around this time, this is like graduation season, this is spring, uh, probate season, kind of, still. Um, it's just the season where, you know, the school is coming, coming to an end, and um, it's after spring break. Really don't have many assignments and stuff to do. So you really get that downtime to reflect on the semester. And also just a time to plan. I mean, hopefully you plan for the summer a few months ahead or even a year ahead. But it gives you time to think about, okay, well, what's next? What are we going to do next? And, you know, for me, I think that um, I've realized just reflecting on the past few months or the past year as a whole, I've really gotten away from my routine. You know, you start off the year strong and you have all these resolutions or these things you want to do, but you know, life happens and life is undefeated. One thing you can't escape is life and the things that come about in this thing we call life. You know, we all have our own individual paths, but I feel like just personally speaking, man, this has been such a crazy semester. Uh, I had goals. I had big goals this semester. Um, I wanted to have a certain GPA, of course. I mean, we all strive to get, you know, those academic credentials. But also, I wanted to get into these programs. Uh, I applied to a couple of big, big company um, internships and pre-internships as I'm closing out my, my degree. And surprisingly, I was accepted. I was accepted, man. Like, I've done... I've I've done I've filled out so many applications to so many different programs just knowing that that's gonna fill the gap for me, uh, and it's been a long term time coming. I know that um, this program right here I won't speak the company's name just yet, but it's it's gonna be a great experience, man. It's it's basically what I want to do with my career. Uh, I do want to be in the, the the academic land or academia, so to speak, and be a professor. But also I want to be be have the capacity to be creative. And this internship, this pre-internship, is going to allow me to do that. And I feel like, ah, man, I don't know. It's just life has twisted and turned so many different ways that by me getting this internship, by me, uh, you know, taking the practices and passing, by me getting the experience of taking comps and closing out these, these big milestones, that we all have to face while getting this PhD, it's, um, like I said before, it's made me reflect. And what I'm reflecting on is four years ago when I decided that I was going to enter a doctoral program and pursue this degree, I made so many different goals. So one of which was to be the president of my student organization. For me being involved in uh, having a connection with the students and the people and the culture of the school, it was so important because um, that's how you keep a pulse on 
what you're doing, what you need to do, and where you need to go. So I accomplished that goal like two, 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 no, three years ago, two years ago, my second year in the program. I, you know, I got active. I was the, what was I, the treasurer? Yeah, I was the treasurer. <laughs> I was the treasurer, and then, you know, I was very active and adamant about my goals and what I wanted to do. So I, you know, that following year, I became president. And for me, just having an opportunity just to connect with different organizations like NASP and um, APA, like I, I've touched all domains when it comes to just my field of psychology as a student. And, you know, I've wrote down a second important goal, you know, just to close that goal out. It, it was a real good experience of just being a part of leadership and learning about leadership. Yeah, let me let me expand upon that before I go move on. But leadership is a tricky thing. And I think a lot of people just people in positions of power, but if you're in any type of leadership role, you have to know how to engage people, but also you know how you, you have to know how to manage different personalities. For me, the biggest thing was just managing different people and learning about myself. I think uh, just in the field of school psychology, we talk about cultural competence. And the biggest culture shock for me was being in a leadership position in a predominantly female space. Now, for those of you who who may not know, school psychology is a predominantly female, uh, predominantly Caucasian, Caucasian occupation. So as a black male, you know, being in a leadership role at an HBCU where the cultural dynamics are very diverse, people don't even realize that. Um, and also, just in the demographics of my profession, it's just the gender differences and the overall understanding or perceptions that people may have coming in makes my it made my leadership role very difficult. And but I learned a lot from that. You know, I learned that. Um, this phrase that some some people in the community use, all skin folk ain't kin folk. You know, I I realize that you know people, it's hard for people to separate who they are from what they do. Um, if you're a psychologist, but you take that with you, you find yourself you know analyzing family, friends, and just social situations and thinking about research uh, ideas. You know, I, I I've grown and learned that I cannot separate what I want to do for a living with just my day-to-day interactions. And, you know, you try to find that balance, but you are. I mean, if I'm going to school this amount of years and taking out these loans and, you know, paying for this education, at some point it has to become a part of my life. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just just that aspect is different. But my point was I, I noticed that, you know, people brought in certain preconceived notions about men and even women or even cultures because we – People may not know that in my program, we have a very high Middle Eastern um, population. We have a lot of individuals from Saudi Arabia, uh, Iraq, and places of that nature. Very, very, very good people, man. They are very nice, very cultured, and you can see the seriousness in um, how they take what they do. You know, I've grown close to a few of them. Really built a good relationship with them. I mean... um, and that was a part of my cultural competence or just, you know, reaching a hand across the aisle. I think above all, one of the key lessons that I learned from this leadership position was that you have diplomacy is key. And 
understanding how your system works and what moves people is highly important for you accomplishing whatever goal. You know, I, I have a lot, I can say a lot about my uh, presidential term, but all in all, I think that I was able to point out a lot of things that were wrong in the program. Or that was that no, excuse me, I, I don't want to say it were wrong, but things that needed to be improved, but things that the students could do to enhance the experience and also just waking students up and allowing them to just realize that they have more control over what over their education and life. This is this is our life. Like we don't people may get in these roles as professors and they forget like there were students not too long ago but this is our life like if we get a C in a class or a B in a class that affects our life that doesn't just affect that's just, it's not just class for us so I think overall in the grand scheme of things like that that's that's one component that I feel like once you reach a certain level it's a disconnect between students and professors Whereas, you know, professors more grounded, like, yo, they came to teach and they may have other outside, you know, occupations. But primarily at this stage as a student, this is our life. So we take certain things more serious that you, a person on the other side may think is just so minute. But, uh, yeah, even navigating aspects of leadership, that leadership role taught me how to talk to speak to power. Um, and, and that's a lesson in itself. Speaking of power it's different from having a casual conversation with your friend. Or is it? <laughs> and that was one of those things you question when you get in those positions and you realize that um, life is, 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 is an evolving circle, a revolving circle, excuse me. And we all are connected in some way. So figure out those points and, you know, engage one another, communicate, build. And... Speaking of power, especially just coming from a small town, going to a big city like Washington, D.C., being in a program where it's Europe-based, really really the only one, like you don't see yourself in this space, and that taking a toll on you, but you have goals that don't reflect your position, or you you have goals that don't necessarily reflect the negative stereotypes or the box that people try to put you in. That that was a lesson in itself from just even having a goal as being uh, my student organization president. Yeah, yeah I, I speak about that all night. But I'm, just to move on, just to put in a button on that, I feel like that was a, a really, 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 really good lesson that most people may not t- uh, take away from, you know, having leadership positions. But for me, I definitely took um, those lessons from being in a leadership position. But also, um, again, like I said, as I reflect, I had a goal. I said that I want to be the president of my student organization. I also wanted to do research. I wanted to propose my dissertation idea ahead of time. I want to have my dissertation complete before I move on to internship. And this semester, I can say that I successfully collected all of my data, analyzed my data, and now I am awaiting a day (laughs) to present my findings, my research, to my committee. 
man, that's that's for me. That was a goal that I set primarily because I, I don't know. I just didn't. I see so many people graduate and get the degree. Well, excuse me, they don't graduate, but they get all the way until internship and don't finish. They don't finish the dissertation part, the written portion part, the research part. And for me, I didn't want that to happen to me. And I just, me knowing myself, it's like, I got into a habit before I started this program. I got into a habit of thinking things or what what we now call, you know, meditation and, and visualization. Like I, I saw myself in certain places, even if that wasn't my reality. So, um, Setting that goal, it just feels good to just be in the moment. Like, I, and I'm sitting down now, like reflecting on it, and I really didn't understand that. Oh, I'm really doing it. I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, I looked through some of my old notebooks, and I realized that I had really checked off all of my goals from my list, all but one. Now, I mean, that's graduate, of course, but I, you, we really don't count that at this point. I mean, it's expected. But man, um, just being able to just be ahead of you know my peers, and it's not even about outdoing them; it's about proving myself right. Like I, I didn't, I didn't think none of this was doable, to be honest. Like I didn't think that it was doable to come from where I'm from and get a PhD. Like a PhD, I, and I'm I, just this year I put together what a PhD was. I can't even lie and say I, I knew <laughs> what that was. Can't lie and say I knew like even what it meant. Because simply it's just something that's so foreign to me. Like I knew people went to college and got one degree, but I don't know too many people who went to college again and went to college again. You know? So having something that's so heavily um infused in getting the PhD, which is a dissertation, to have that process almost complete is, is is one of the most refreshing feelings uh at this stage so yeah that was that was the second goal of mine and the third goal for me was to basically be financially sound i think that um not even i think i know for a fact that's definitely something that students struggle with especially at their phd level i mean because you you're basically in a full-time program so you're not able to work full time, so <laughs> you have to have you know uh, assistantships or gr- graduate assistantships. Of course, you have to uh, you know maybe work a part time job, and it's really hectic. Like I've had a job, I've had multiple jobs. I, I've had to work two jobs, sometimes three, um, just to you know maintain a quality of life here. And mind you, I'm in a place where you know I don't have any family i have fraternity brothers but no real family so just just the mental i'm reflecting now like the the mental strength you have to have in order to just balance out um navigating your highs and lows when it comes to finances and the compromises that you have to make in order to just survive because i don't that's another aspect of you know phd or graduate student a graduate student's life is navigating finances especially if you don't you're not a trust fund baby you don't come from you know you don't come from money or you know you're just not as financially sound as others 
these are the things that you, you may have to deal with. These are the things you, you may have to think about. And for me, it was just one of those things where I, I never wanted to have to call home and ask because I know what that means for my people, with my mom, my dad. Like, I know, you know, it's way more expensive up, expensive up here to stay than it is, you know, in the country town. So, you know, the, just the cost of living is just different. So the amount of money I may need or if I may get hung up on a bill or something, that's a lot. That that could probably take cover two or three bills from my parents. So I, I made it my business to not have to ever call home. And I'm not saying I didn't have to. I know there were definitely times where... I didn't want to, but it's just one of those things where, you know, the mother's instinct, uh, she just always knows. She always knows. And um, it's been a few times where she's definitely had to step in and say, hey, I, I'm here to help. It's a pride check, you know. One of those prideful things as men, like as we get older as men, we we tend to think that we should have it all together or we should just not have to ask for help. And yeah, oh, most definitely gonna I'm gonna speak more about this on a uh, later podcast. But to to sum it up, it's it's one of those things where I had to grow as an individual and not compare myself to other people and other friends and not subject myself to these unrealistic expectations financially when I was a student. And I don't think people realize like the, it's a difference in being a full-time student and then, you know, working a full-time job that being a student on the PhD level is a full-time job. And granted, I've been able to do some, some wonderful things as, as a student. Like I've, I've been able to travel. I've been able to go to Ghana. I've been able to go to DR, Jamaica. Like I've been able to travel to some of these amazing places, you know, and you know, money, wasn't really a major factor. Somehow it always worked out. Somehow um, things always got taken care of. And that's what I mean by, you know, these financial aspects. But moving forward from that, I think that, you know, even assessing financial goals, I made decisions to take certain opportunities that will work out. And it's some, it, it may be some shaky points, but I've I, over the last few years, I've definitely made smarter decisions that will always keep some type of income rolling in. I think that uh, as an adult, um, I've seen a shift. And no, nah, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for the next podcast. <laughs> I'm going to save that for the podcast on uh uh, factual finances. That's that's what we're gonna call that one. So yeah, that's a story for later on. But yeah, just know that I accepted a position over the summer, and I accepted a position in the fall. So it's it's I'm I've, I'm proud of myself because I've secured what what we call today. I se- I've secured the bag, and life is starting to be different. You know, some of those things that I've wanted to do since I was a kid in a year. Not even in a year, in a few months to a year, those things are becoming more of a reality. And I can't be anything but thankful, grateful, um, just so appreciative of all the pieces and all the people that, you know, have contributed to what's to come, what's to come.
So another goal, you know, I'm just reflecting on goals, but another goal that I I set, you know, a few years ago entering this program was that not only will I be together financially, not only would I propose a dissertation, not only will I uh, just be in a better space, I wanted to be a content pusher. You know, I started a website, you know, called mybrainfarts.com. And I've always been this this innovative, creative, um, I don't know, just, just futuristic thinking type of individual. I remember just being uh, an undergrad and I was just, you know, using the Internet as my resources. I don't think a lot of people was using the Internet the way in which I was. But just being an entrepreneur, see, all this turns back into finance. <laughs> but just a quick glimpse, just being an entrepreneur, I was using um, the Internet to buy headphones or phone accessories or even laptops. And I was selling them, you know, selling them at a, a, a increased rate so that I can make money on top of the money I spent on these items. And that was just a way for me to make something out of nothing. So with that being said, this this year, this year, I stepped into this new phase of being a content pusher. I am a part of this show called Six Degrees of Black Mental Health. Uh, we drop episodes every Tuesday at 12 p.m. And it's really about black males in psychology. We have these black men on the shows who on the show who either have a PhD or we'll have a PhD within a year or so. So we have all these black male intellects, and it's something that we've never seen before. Um, for me, I've been trying to do this for years. Like I started back in, what was it, 2013, 2014? I started putting videos out on, on Instagram. Not, well, well, I don't think it was Instagram. I think just YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. I started putting videos out on YouTube. I In undergrad, I actually made a video about a roundtable discussion for one of the internships that I had to do to, to complete my program. And it was a wonderful experience to me. Like, I think I was just hooked. I can even date back to high school or just the early years of undergrad when we were just making uh, crump videos and just pushing content out, man, doing things that were funny and creative. Um, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things that I'm, I'm very proud about. I'm very proud to just own own my gifts really with the six degrees of black mental health it just gives me a platform where i can communicate with other black men and learn too because i don't think people realize like that's a a hidden aspect of the show like when we're discussing topics and um just giving our viewpoint sharing stories i'm learning so much because without me when i'm growing up i was i didn't grow up around you know a lot of men a lot of men in general, you know, a lot of my uncles, they, they weren't around, they had passed away, and I did not stay with my father. So, you know, as I grew older, I was either, you know, around my mother or by myself or, you know, around my sister and um, her mom. Like, it just was a different, I don't know, it was just different, man, it was just different. So having that exposure to, you know, black men who are in my field or a related field and we are building on topics and I'm learning about the decisions they made to get to where they're at. And I'm just I'm, um, it's just such an amazing feeling because I didn't have that before. And I have that at a time where it's so important for me to make the right decision 
to start my career, it's just just perfect timing. And for me, I've always been very opinionated on certain topics, but I've also recognized that I, I have a lot of good things to say. And it's not no it's no way in for no way that um in no way am I tooting my own horn, but I have always been able to be a rational thinker. And though I may not have had always had the correct words to use, I've always been able to just see give an interest in perspective on things. This dates back to just like I said, high school. Like I had different uh, creative interests. I remember even in middle school. Was no, it was high school. It was definitely high school, early high school. Um, writing poems in my language art class, or just just trying to write a book. I do remember in like middle school, I tried to write a book about my life. And this is me early on. Like what? What type of six, seven year old, eight year old kid? Boy, for that matter, wants to write a book about his life. Like, <laughs> well, how interesting was my life at that point where I had that type of idea? So, as I said, I've always been this this content uh, creative person that wanted to just push content out and inspire the people. I think the things that I've saw, I've I've had I, I've had the opportunity to, you know, witness and experience over the last couple of years. I just think everybody needs to hear. Everybody needs to hear it. So whether it's my Instagram, whether it's my Facebook, YouTube page, or even on the show, Six Degrees of Black Mental Health, I accomplished this goal of just being a public figure, being taken serious for the things that I say and the opinions that I have and my perspective. And I don't know, that's just an invaluable thing. Like this, All of this is taking shape this year and this is just the beginning uh, this is a show that we're just starting now so we're wrapping up season one now and we're going to roll out season two uh late summer so yeah man it's just i don't know it's, it's just good timing it's really good timing really good timing and i share that with you all because these these goals these was this, these things took years to accomplish like these took years to accomplish I had been making my own videos on, and putting them on YouTube, putting them on my website. I had to be the writer, director, the videographer, <laughs> everything. Like every, I, I learned how to do every portion of what I needed to do. Maybe it wasn't at the highest capacity because, you know, there's YouTube videos. But the more and more I get around professional people who do this for a living, I'm able to provide insight that's valuable because I've done it before. They're able to educate me on the technical aspect or the terminology to use. So I'm always in a, in a space where I'm learning all because I set these goals for myself. Oh, yeah. Before I forget, even even the, the latest thing, like I, um, because I, my work on Six Degrees of Black Mental Health and the perspective that I've been giving up there, I've been recruited to be on another show. It's called uh, Fly on the Wall. And it's, just, it's in this season. It's in season two of this production. And I'll be a guest on that uh, mid-May, mid-May, and so it should be releasing, you know, at some some point in time in, in June. But uh, I'm gonna be on a few episodes. I think I'm gonna be on four, four or five episodes during that season. So I'll definitely be sure to post those and provide those links to everyone. But yeah, man, like I said, this this year has been. 
it's been amazing. I've, I've been able to see in the work that needs to be put in to accomplish something. And overall, that's the message. And this, yeah, let me let me just make this disclaimer. Disclaimer: it, this this podcast is not for me to brag about. Oh, look at how much I've done, but it's it's more so of a reflection of what it takes to accomplish something. So for me, like like I said, I had these goals years ago before any of it even made sense. Like this this was stuff I was just seeing on the media. Like these this these are things that. People that I follow on social media or media figures that I, I actually like, that I want to, I wish they can be my mentor. Honestly speaking, this is another aspect I'm going to speak on too. For a lot of times when you don't have certain things in your life, you, you seek it. And I think that just me having, my mind has took it, taken me places that nothing else in this world could have. Me coming from a small town like um, Oak City, North Carolina, the resources are not there. So in order for me to get, I realized that in order for me to get out, I had to use my mind. So school was my ticket out to see the world. And when I saw the world, I had to make meaning of it for myself, but also how figure out how can I get what I wanted. So me setting those goals and me using these figures in the media to learn from, not just looking at the money, the cars, and the flashy lifestyles, but what did it take for them to get there, get to where they are? And for me, it was writing these goals down. So I, I say all of this to say that this is no, no way in with no form of me bragging, but it is me giving a testimony of how persistence, how ups and downs, failures, how everything plays a role in accomplishments. People, people are going to see me walk across the stage. People are going to see me on these shows, pushing out media content. But they don't know the work or the backstory behind it. And right now, everything can seem just small. It can seem like, oh, you're just putting out little videos. You know how people say, oh, you guys put your little videos on Facebook. But I see the bigger picture. Maybe it's not these shows that I'm a part of that's... They're gonna blow. It's gonna. I'm gonna turn into a major star, <laughs> and that's. I don't even think that's my goal. My goal is just to be respected for what I do and have changed lives. And just these goals that I'm accomplishing this semester is really. I don't know. It's it's giving me a sense of comfort and assurance that lets me know that it's gonna happen. And it's gonna happen. So I I no longer worry about uh, not accomplishing something or not checking off, you know, things on my checklist because I've done that. I've done that. Oh, and speaking of that, my last goal, my my last goal that I'm just going to speak of, I have have tons of goals that I've accomplished this year over the past few years, but the top four I want to just leave you with, four or five, I forget at this point, but... The last goal was my research topics. Now, being a creative person and just having a lot of ideas and different content, I have been able to put together some very interesting topics and ideas. So dating back, I'm going to give you a little backstory. So when I first got here, it was just very difficult for me to 
you know, connect with, you know, the, the, the not yeah, the culture, to adapt to the culture. It took a little time. Um, Washington, D.C. is definitely different from North Carolina. But also the culture of the people that I was around. So I tried to get real, fully invested in the process, which is why I tried to join my student organization. I knew that from undergrad, student organizations allow you to, you know, gain a sense of connectedness, but also a, a camaraderie or just some type of fellowship amongst people. I had the most difficult time <laughs> connecting with people and just being uh, accepted. So with that being said, that led to just, you know, different professors that I had to encounter. And it's an ugly process, I'll say that. I, I'll just, I'll say that. I definitely had to learn the hard way when it comes to relationship building. And I take the good with the bad. But I remember early on when it came to research and just ideas, I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what, are, what is everybody else doing? What are, what are the academics doing? Oh, I've never done a, a presentation before. I've never put together... Um, a poster to present at a conference, let alone I don't think I've ever applied to a conference. And here I am, 23 years old at the time. Like, I'm I'm just figuring out life. 23, 24 years old, just figuring out life. So a lot of these things that I've done were first to me. And I remember this one professor basically just telling me my idea wasn't good. And, you know, granted... Maybe it wasn't good at the time. I, I don't, I'm, that is very subjective. However, I remember hearing that, oh, this needs some work. I don't think this is good enough uh, to put out, basically. And I just remember looking at this professor and with a smile, I said, okay. In that moment, I had already made up my mind that I was going to submit this to a conference. I was gonna, the conference that I was you know, going to the professor about. I was going to submit this to a conference and be done with it. Like, I wasn't even going to ask for that professor's signature, blessing, nothing. I was like, yeah, I'm going. Now, I think it was rooted in her, like, I, I don't know. I, I can't even say that. I, I think it was just rooted in that professor telling me that it just wasn't good enough or that I couldn't, couldn't do something. And ever since a child, I, I've, and when you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to show you that how good I can do it. So long story short, I submitted it to the conference, and it was accepted. <laughs> it was accepted. So in that moment, I made a goal that every year I would submit something to a conference or, or that I would submit something and it would get accepted to a conference each year. That following year, I submitted a, a proposal to NAS. That's our National Association of School Psychologists. I submitted a, a proposal to them. Got accepted. From that proposal, I was on another team uh, on the, like com different committees within that organization. We submitted a, conf a proposal to a conference. I submitted to a conference to a proposal to a, a bunch of different organizations and school conferences thereafter. So every year, I've either submitted and got accepted to either one conference or multiple conferences. For me, that's powerful. Like me looking back at this semester and like knowing, knowing that I, all of my and every one of and this is another. This is why this goal is so important for me to, to speak about. It's not that I applied something 
to a conference every year. These were my own ideas. These were uh, proposals or ideas that I drafted just on writing stuff down on a sheet of paper, just going to class and listening to different lectures and like, oh, that would be interesting if we do it this way and infusing my own ideals into those topics. It was amazing to me. So for me, a small town country boy from Ocean, North Carolina to have his work in conference proceedings and uh, published on um, websites and all this, like what, what, me? And I don't know, and I, maybe I took it to the extreme, but I really don't think I did because uh, yeah, history kind of, or time kind of proved that I, my thought process was right when it came to that professor. But, man, I put, I put out some good things, and I think I laid a foundation for what I want my career to be. Um, learned a lot from applying to different conferences. I learned a lot about how to package things and who to work with, who to stay away from and what not to accept. I work a lot in women's research, work a lot in women's research. And the lessons that I've learned from these women who, who, who have been marginalized, who have been discriminated against. And a lot of the times their story, I can resonate with their story. Being the only black male in certain spaces in this climate, right now and, and how society views black men right now what's going on with black men right now the same thing that they say about women or black women i feel that like i i truly feel that i connect with them i, I feel i connect with them on a deeper level because i feel like for a black man who may not identify on the on the polar ends of the uh stereotype stereotypical spectrum as in hyper masculinity or you're a nerd if you're like somewhere in the middle like you 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 you're of the hip-hop culture but you're still an intellect they don't know how to box you so it's for me i've had to occupy spaces where i have been the minority i have been uh marginalized i have had to like be quiet wait my turn to speak or hold my my words i have been you know violated like i I've, I've experienced some of the same things these women speak of so just using that to fuel me when it comes to my research or my goals it's definitely been a factor in me pushing forward See, sometimes I get real passionate, <laughs> forget my point, <laughs> but I definitely had a point with just basically being told uh, not to do something or being told I can't do something. So showing you how good um, I can do it. And, you know, the, the last goal that I have is to get the student of the year award from my department. Now, those awards have yet to come out. Now, I'm like 89. No, I'm like 98 percent complete with all the goals <laughs> so if these next you know these next three goals i can get to check them off i can honestly say that I, i've completed a program where i checked off every single one of my goals in five years and that's amazing that would be amazing but yeah man I, like anyway i just wanted to leave y'all with that man it's just some of those stories that I have, I have so many stories. Um, 
definitely going to um, be working on some projects, you know, over the next year that are really going to set the tone for graduation and me being out here as a professional, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But seriously, um, I think that, you know, books are definitely in a way I can share some of my my goals with you. I definitely want to, uh, you know, continue to finish, put out these books. I have like three book ideas I want to uh, do. I want to I have some children's uh, educational materials I want to do. And it's just it's just going to go that way. I feel like now's the time to do it. It's a void that I'm feeling and I'm not going to let anything stop me at this point. You know, I realized that failing is a part of life and it's not about how many times you fail, but how many times you you're able to keep going, start over, push forward. So that's my mindset. I definitely had a completely different direction for this this podcast, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna talk about like something totally different about how goals didn't were met and da 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 and how you should just push forward. But I think, you know, just the testimony um kind concept was a little bit better so hopefully you guys learned something from it um definitely comment share um spread it out to your friends and just continue to engage with me man you know just hit me up on my social media uh instagram uh major says underscore m-a-j-o-r-s-a-y underscore and you should find me up there anyway and just let me know what you think man or just follow me on facebook my uh, public figure page on page on on facebook uh Dwayne m bryant just friend me follow me leave a comment and be sure to check us out on six degrees of black mental health It's new episodes coming soon but until we speak again peace and blessings y'all have a wonderful 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 day